Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's about that time, ladies and gentlemen. Man Talk Monday. <laughs> what up? Hey, man. Coming to you all on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Right? They yeah. will be celebrating the great leader that was Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, man, it's one of my, he's one of my inspirations. I will say that. Hmm. I will say that. I've always, I don't know, maybe because I did speeches when I was a kid. <laughs> so that, might many, little, that might have a little bit to do with it. That may. So many times, man. But yeah, but yeah uh, definitely admire the man. I appreciate his his work, his sacrifice, and you know all that he did, and yeah. So, how you feeling today, man? Man, I feel good, man. He he was a a great individual, man, and 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 a much needed individual at that time, man. Brother, awesome, awesome, hey, for what he did, so we can do what we do now, man. I can't say enough about it, man. Can't say enough about it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Ladies and gentlemen, let's jump into it. This is Man Talk Mondays. This is an open forum where we talk about everything from religion to politics to relationships. But of course, we do it from a man's perspective. Ladies, you want to know how what we feel about something, how we think about something? Come holler at us, right? Now, the thing is, this is not just for men. Men, women, boys, girls, children of all ages, you can jump in, you can join in. Now, you can be part of the conversation. How you join? Go in the comments, drop your comment, drop your question. This is how you participate. We want to hear from you, right? So if you got something you want to say, let us know. We can see it. You can be part of the conversation. We want you to join in, right? So before we get into all of that, ladies and gentlemen, Man Talk Monday News. Good afternoon, good evening, and thank you for turning in to Man Talk Monday News. I'm your host, John D. Blackman, and today on Man Talk Monday News, we're going to talk about Dr. Martin Luther King. Dr. King, you were a great individual, but you were great for more than what people know. When they hit you or put the water hoses on you, when you weren't even thirsty. Couldn't have been me. Couldn't have been me. When you got beat with the billy clubs, and you know those billy clubs got the rubber on the little metal things. Couldn't have been me. You went to jail constantly for stuff that you didn't do. I went to jail. It wasn't constantly, but I did the stuff. So, okay, next one. All right. All that walking and marching that you was doing just so we could have equal rights. Couldn't have been me. My feet would have been hurt, and I know they would have been hurt. My back would have been hurt. And then when you got there, they sent you to jail. Couldn't have been me. And last but not least, the dogs. The dogs would just bite you just because. I'm kind of scared of dogs anyway. Oh my goodness, they would just sit the German Shepherds on, they would be pulling and biting on you and pulling. It couldn't have been me. I would have hit or kicked somebody. 
we would have been still trying to get out of it had it been me because I would have been fighting and biting. You ain't gonna do that, and you ain't taking me back to jail. No, I didn't do that. So thank God for Martin Luther King, a person who was destined for that time and that place because it couldn't have been me. And this has been Man Talk Monday News with John D. Flagman. Good night and good night. Yeah, bro. They was uh, they was they was, they was cut a little different from different cloth back then. <laughs> bro, <you> think- <laughs> hey, man. Hey, Brother, you think they what? Brother, what? That's, Brother, that's- for this. For, brother, the torture that they had to put up with for just sitting there in diners trying to get trying to get service. Just just a, oh brother. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Right. No, no, no. Couldn't be me, bro. Yeah, man. That's I applaud the people <laughs> who did that and truly appreciate it. Cause man, when Ooh. I look at all that black people do now. All that you know, we can be involved in now, and, and yes, we still deal with oppression and justice. The whole nine, the needle has moved so much, so much. And it's still a lot more that could be done, but I digress. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So we start a new segment. Our man talk about it, right? This is where you can email us your letters about some things that you want to talk about or you want us to address right so man talk about it so this is our yes, letter and so this week we have a letter in the queue and we're getting ready for it so d you want to read you ready to read it d all right let's go here we go with man talk about it letter it says good evening man talk mondays i received i recently viewed a clip that resonated with me on a YouTube type level. Why are some men convinced that having a couple of nights of pleasure means it's time to move in? During a time, I was in a situation where after a couple of weekend stays, the man began dropping hints of wanting to move in with me. He he first began to drop hints of splitting bills, working together to get ahead, and even brought in a week's worth of groceries for a two-day stay. We were in a casual situationship. Catch that, situationship. Nothing more. Why did he feel the need for the change of residence? Did I allow him to become, <laughs> to become too comfortable? He did express how he loved hanging out with me in our whole vibe, which was fine. However, we never spoke about a relationship or what we wanted in a re- we never spoke about a relationship or what we wanted in a relationship before he began dropping hints of shacking. I was under the impression that this was only a hit it and move situation. What changed and why? Quick note, we did not move in together. I cut it off after the hints began. Who does that? Signed. <laughs> Who does that? 
All right. This is our letter for this week, right? I'm going to let you go, man. I'm going to let you go. What's What you got? If the letter had been wrote from a man's perspective, it would have been titled, Man, Moms Be Tripping. <laughs> because he's probably living with moms. He's probably living with somebody. Think about this. If he come in your house and he casing it when he get in there, oh, girl, I like this furniture. You got the love voice, girl. You doing your thing. I'm, And he thinking the whole time how he could be up in here and what he could be doing. Girl, you got a bum. You got a bummy bum bum bum. You got a bum. You need to keep that thing moving. Because one of the things, if it's going to be about sex, there should be a mutual agreement. But now, in the heat of sex, he trying to talk to you while he in the heat of sex. While he up in there roughing you up, he going to say, girl, you know I need to be up here. She going to say, yeah, you do. You need to be right up in here. You think he talking about you? He talking about your apartment. He talking about your house. He talking about you. He talking about where he need to put his chair and his bean bag. And he need to go get groceries because he trying to be up in there with you. Listen, he's a bum. He's a bum. And you should have known that when you picked him up, when he came to, when he went to the, hey, I bet he went to the store and bought great value groceries because he's a bum. Go ahead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me say this. Charlene, you said yes. Bum, <laughs> bum, 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 bum. All right. So let me say this. Yes, the brother is all the way wrong. But at the same time, if you are in the mode where you are in this heated and quitted portion, just know you're going to run into some bombs. Just know you're going to run into these types of guys. So don't be surprised. Don't be being out of shape because you ran into it. Because if this is what you're in, because if you were searching for somebody that you were trying to actually be with, you trying to do life with, share a life with, you would check them out better. But mm -hmm. the fact that it's just a hit it and quit situation says you looking for one thing. You ain't checking no references. You ain't doing no interviews or nothing. You just going straight for, hey, you doing that day labor. <laughs> you picking up day labor. That's what you doing. So <laughs> don't be surprised. So don't be if you just looking for somebody to tie you up real quick. Listen, it's dangerous. It's dangerous because he's trying to set up his life. He's trying to set up his situation. So you gave him an open door. Now here's the telltale sign. If his toothbrush end up over there, you in trouble. Boom. I'm tripping yeah. on the day labor. I can't get over the day labor. <laughs> day labor. You you going picking up day laborers expecting, you know what I'm saying, somebody who you did a whole interview with resumes and stuff. Day laborers behave a certain way. And then if he don't never invite you to his place, because and one of the reasons why, because mom don't really take visitors after nine. So if mom if mom ain't take visits out now, you can't come over they house over his house with mom sitting in the living room with the curlers in her with that with that uh what they call that duster and that talking about baby you gotta open the door to his room when you go in there. 
Oh, uh-huh. ain't no closed doors in my house. <laughs> Listen, you you big Shirley dating Cole. That's who you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All he got is Facebook. That's all he got. And he's and, trying to homestead. And I, I bet you're asking herself this: Why do the bums be the best in bed? Why they just get you in there and do you like they want to do you? Well, let me tell you why. Because they have something else on their mind besides that. They need a place to stay. They need a right. place to stay. And they right. figure if I get her in there and flip her and turn her and toss her and, and I and throw her up, when she come down, she's going to say, whoo, you need to move in here. Unfortunately, you was not that person. You just playing. He playing for his survival. So, yeah, he, <laughs> he coming with it. <laughs> He looking for, he looking for hey, a resident, man. right? Talk, it's man. a performance interview. Yeah, All right. Great point. Great point. Here's the thing that people fail to realize. Talent versus character. Being good in bed is a talent. It does not mean that the person has it all together. So many times... People mistake talent for character. Just because he can put it down don't mean he can handle actual business. He can handle that little business, but you in the seats at best 30, 40 minutes. What about the other 23.3 hours? (laughs) What is he doing? How is he taking care of life? You got to stop giving people positions stop giving them power and they only have talent you need character you need character so you got to take your time and really assess people and you can't do it if you're giving up the goods it clouds judgment well uh they said they said it better than i'm gonna say it you got to put a lease to own option on the booty. Why you, you know, when you, when you boot in with somebody and they smashing you, he can't get a hotel. Y'all should be up in a hotel where it's away from both of y'all. If there is an understanding on what's supposed to happen, because if you can't get me a room, if you can't get a room to go in there and do what we doing, simply because if I keep you away from my residence and I'm away from yours, there's no misunderstanding of what this is. He ain't gonna buy groceries for the hotel room, huh? Huh? Because the maid them gonna come by and clean up. He ain't buying no groceries if we somewhere different every weekend. But if you keep bringing them to your place, why well, I'm gonna get comfortable if I keep coming over every weekend. If I know what the bathroom is, you don't have to tell me. I'm gonna keep coming. Stop having them bums and anybody else over your house. Have them ninjas to get you a hotel room. If they can't get no hotel, they don't need no tail. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You said at least the own option. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Okay, so let me tell you, women, let me tell you. A real man is not trying to get to your house. Hmm. He's trying to get you to his house. Now, I'm not just saying a real man. I'm saying most men, if a man got something, he's trying to get you to his house because he wants home field advantage. 
He's not trying to get you over to your house where you got home field advantage. So if a man is eager to go home with you, that's that's red flag number one. Even if even if I ain't got it all together, I can put you up in a nice spot where you think I do. Oh, uh, Yolanda said no hotel, no tail. <laughs> Hello. Go <laughs> tell, bye, John. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so listen, listen, listen. You talking about benefits? Even your job, your job has a probationary period before they offer you benefits. They want to see if you're gonna stick around. They want to see what kind of worker you are. They give you what ninety days, sixty days, whatever, because they said, listen, if I'm gonna give you benefits. You got to qualify. We get the benefits too quickly. And then we try to get people to qualify for it. But you already gave them benefits. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, so remember, guys, submit y'all letters because next week could be your letter about your <laughs> trifling behind. So just remember, submit your letters because we want to talk about you. And remember, everybody, named, everybody remains anonymous. So you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, we ain't giving no name. Man Talk Mondays one at gmail.com. You see it at the bottom of your screen. Send your letters. You got questions. You got something, the situation you want us to address. By all means, send it in. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Man, talk about it. That's the name of the thing. Man, talk about it. All right. So let's let's get into this. This is probably a good segue. Probably let's get into this. Weston say you giving full time benefits to a part time lover. <laughs> <laughs> I can be your part time lover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it sounds good in a song until you have to deal with that look ahead. <laughs> there you go. It all do, bro. It all do. It always sounds better right. than a song. Right. Well, it's one thing. It's blatantly clear. In the midst of relationships, it's easy to run upon somebody who has issues, right? Easy to run upon somebody who has issues. But you go through situations with this person, next thing you know, you end up on the short end of the stick. The problem is, you get rid of that person, you finally break away. Now the next person that come up, they got to deal with all of the mess that the other person left behind. Hmm. So we're talking about tonight. Dang, who hurt you? And why you don't trust nobody? <laughs> what is it that he did to where every time I sit my phone down, you got to go get it? <laughs> who, who, who did that? Why I got to pay for that? Why I got to pay for that? Amen. Why I gotta pay for walking in the mall and I can't look at nobody? You look at why I can't look. So we're talking about hurt in relationships because it's clear that mm. people don't deal with this well. Remember a, a song, Music Soul Child, yeah, it says. I'm not to blame for the pain that was caused by previous cats. So why I got to put up with what he did? Why do we do that? Why do we put something somebody else did off somebody else? Well, 
I think I think one thing that we want to show them, you ain't heard me. You ain't heard me. You got a full bird. Your hair <laughs> grew all out and patches. You pulling it out. You got you got a mustache and a bird. If you're a woman, you I, listen. You don't just let yourself go, but you want to prove to him that it didn't really matter. That didn't bother you, or vice versa. You laying on the couch. Well, it didn't hurt. Well, it did hurt. Cupid has his foot in your behind and it's twisted while it's in there. Deal with that. Deal with that. Because now you're walking with a limp. And when you get up to us, we're trying to figure out what's wrong with you. But you make the other person pay for it. But then when the other person gets tired of dealing with it and they want to leave, now you think, why are you trying to? Listen, ain't nobody got time to be putting up with the issues from somebody else. Well, well not we that big. go ahead. All right. So Sharice says hurt people hurt people. She absolutely right. But my thing is it becomes a cycle. People jumping into relationships and it ain't nothing but hurt people jumping into these relationships. Why don't people take the time to get themselves together and heal before they start getting into another relationship? Well, I'm just curious about what the audience, I'm just curious about some of the things that the audience have to say about being hurt because you can be hurt from different places. You can be hurt at work. You can be hurt at the church and you can be hurt in relationships. And we all drag all this behind us like dead bodies. So mm-hmm. in all of we need heal, we need healing in all of it. We need to, we need to deal with it in every stage. So Therese says women are left with insecurities that they don't deal with. I would say everybody. I won't say just women. Yes, exactly. Because if you cheat, if you get cheated on, if you if you the dude or the chick that's going to work every day, and you come back and somebody got your girl or your guy in there in a position I've seen before, and uh, before. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> and, and they tapping out, you gonna feel some kind of way about it. You gonna feel some kind of way about it. you, and then when you leave them alone, you gonna have a difficult time trusting when you when you leave that relationship and so don't do so do you think it's best to, to give yourself some space to, to get to figure that thing i mean what how? you know one thing i've heard people say which it sounds funny but it's so dangerous the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else that's that is that's cool. a good lyric. yes that's a good lyric <laughs> That's a good lyric, but that's all it is. <laughs> all right. says, some people associate moving on to another relationship as part of the healing process. And I think that's where we, we got to correct that. We got to correct it. You got to deal with what happened. You're not healthy enough to go into another relationship. You're not healthy enough to move on. You got to you got to patch up, do some patchwork. Before you start moving on. Well, and then too, oftentimes when we're able to step away from it, we can see it a little better. Because while you in it, you can't really see it, man. But if you step yeah. back and say, you know what? Maybe I was a little too naive when he told me that time, like he was going to the moon. And I said, you just be careful. Take your coat. Right, you know, maybe, right. Maybe, maybe I was too naive when I when she kept saying, "Say, when well, I'm finna hang out with my girls, and uh, we're gonna be good. We're going for the weekend. I'm hanging out with my girls. We're going to the cabins or whatever it is." 
maybe I was too naive when you when you find out that she wasn't ever going to the cabin. She was always with somebody else. But it, but whatever the case may be, it, it you need to reflect back on what it does because and I and I hate to say this, y'all, but everybody play a part in it. You played a part in his cheating, just like he played a part. His part just was bigger than yours. Oh wow! All right, let's give Mika. Mika says people won't heal because it says they Mika says people won't heal because they think they're well. They have to admit it at first. Some people feel like they're moving on is healing and healing. And I think that's the point. I think John brought up a good point because we want to look like we're okay. Hmm. And we really not okay. What you know the lie we tell ourselves, D. If What's I that? look like I'm doing well, then that's that's the best revenge. Living well is the best revenge. But you ain't living well in your mental. You listen, you you can buy all the house and the cars and the stuff that you want to buy and that make you feel good about yourself. But man, if you damaged in the wreck, if you damaged up here, dude, all that don't matter. That's why people right. drive off cliffs and stuff when they got big bank accounts and stuff because it don't matter. You got you need your mental straight. Everything else will come, man. Everything else will come. All right. So Cherie says, do people know where to go to get help? Some are afraid to get help. I don't know. You're right. A lot of times people don't know where to go, but a lot of people don't. They're not motivated to look because. They're so busy trying to look like they're okay. I think that is power in saying, hey, that person jacked me up. Can somebody, hey, get with your friends that love you and care about you, not the ones who are going to give you bad advice like, girl, you need to get under somebody. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. Leave that person alone. <laughs> get with somebody who's going to tell you the real because the part is you, you can't move on because you got open wounds. You got over how, how many people know that, D? This and this this is why this show is so important. People don't know when they hurt, man. People listen, when you in a relationship, when you're in a relationship or been hurt by the church or job or whatever, it, it is equivalent to dragging a dead body behind you. It and is it equivalent to that. And it's yeah. after a while it starts stinking, y'all. It's the listen. Man, when you go through something, you have to talk to somebody, whether it's your friends, if you can do that. But you, we got to talk to somebody. We have to stop making it so faux pas. Faux, what's the word? Faux pas? Faux pas? Faux pas, yeah. You got to stop yeah. making it so crazy to talk to somebody else. <laughs> same word all together. <laughs> Yolanda says pride. Many just think they are going to accept them and love them past the hurt. She brought up a good point. I remember, I'll never forget, I heard somebody says the reason that addicts, the biggest thing addicts deal with, why they stay addicts is because of their pride. If you can deal with your pride, you can get over an addiction. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, hold on, D, stop. I just can't. Wait, you, wait, now, you said an addict can't get over their addiction because of their pride? Say that again, I'm sorry. It's the whole, oh, I got this attitude. You got to be willing to admit that you tore up. You got to have somebody you can go and cry with. Somebody, if if it's real deep-seated hurt, it's somebody you can sit down and talk with that's a professional where you can air this stuff out. Listen, wounds need air. You can't just keep them covered all the time. They need air sometimes. Not only air, but they need water. I found this out. 
Wounds need water. They need air. You can't keep them covered all the time because they start to stink. They start to rot. Right. So you got to be able to expose that wound. But you want to expose that wound to people who going to actually care for you. Right. And that ain't no friend. It's going to be like, girl, I told you he wasn't no good. No, I'm not talking about that friend. I'm talking about that friend that said, hey, girl, I'm with you. We ain't got to say nothing. Let's just watch Netflix and cry out. Whatever we got to do, let's get past. (laughs) Monique says, I believe most of us are aware that we have to invest in self-care and healing after heartbreak or distrust. However, the huge elephant of loneliness sets in. Then what? Most people want a true companion. Loneliness is a trap. Loneliness is a trap. You, truth, truth be told, you ain't ready to deal with somebody else until you're comfortable with dealing with yourself. Hmm. You're not ready for nobody else. You hmm. got to be able to. When I, you talk about self care, when you can be alone and be okay, you good. But it's the pressure that I got to drag somebody else in here with me. That's the trap. That's a that's a quick sign to know that you are not ready to even accept or be with somebody else. When you can't be by yourself and be happy, you do not need nobody else. Well, that's true, Dave, but but most of the time we self-medicate ourselves. We go around who we're comfortable about being around who's gonna tell us what we want to hear. Because most of the time, when you had a when you like the three things we said, we said church, uh church, business, and uh your life, your, your relationship. People have been telling you, say, man, you need to get away from that. That might not be the place, best place for you, or you can't allow them to do you that way. People have been telling you this, but most of the time, that's not who we surround ourselves by. We surround ourselves normally by people who are going to tell us what we want to hear, not what we need to hear. That, that's normally right. what we do. And, and now whether it has something to do with pride, that could be true. I just find it hard for a crackhead who weighs seven pounds to tell me anything about pride. He weighs seven pounds, his little white, he's been sleeping three days. I'm trying to figure out where the pride at. He don't have pride when he bringing you loose tires, loose tires down tree trying to get you to buy for $15. What is the pride at? But that's that's pride that you only allow people in your circle who are going to tell you what you want to hear. A true friend tells you the truth. And if you are ready to deal with true friends, that lets you know that you have a deeper hurt to a different level. And like Cherie says, we got to get with somebody that's an actual professional. And listen, now you can have relationship trauma. Listen, if you can have relationship trauma, though, sometimes you don't have the equipment to move on, and the people around you don't know how to move on either. D, you don't need no relate. You don't need no professional. People been telling you behind that ninja wasn't no good, or she wasn't no good the whole time. You don't need no fight. You need a professional now. You don't need no professional. You need to listen to folks when they try and take warning. Come before destruction. If folks don't want to hear that. I love you. I love she. Everybody try to hear that. Then when you hurting, when you hurting, now you don't want to tell about because you embarrassed. And and people been telling you that. D most of the time you it ain't no it ain't most of the time it ain't like we didn't know. It ain't like it was no surprise to you. Yeah. Sophia says most people don't like being alone, but expect someone else to want to be alone with you. (laughs) She's absolutely right. But here's the thing. 
alone is different than being lonely. Alone, all one. You got to be okay being just single. And the problem is society has has done a job on everybody to where they, they make you feel deficient if you don't have somebody. They make you feel like there's something wrong with you, there's something broken in you if you don't have a husband, a boyfriend, or something. Some people just need to be by themselves. They need to, they got too much that went on. You got stuff that happened in your childhood. You got stuff that happened in the few relationships. You just need to be by yourself for a while to even just know who you are. Let me let me let me say this. Uh and Sophia, Sophia, exactly she said exactly she agree with you, D. But let me say this. Truth be told, a lot of the reasons why we go through what we go through in marriages and relationships is because we didn't spend enough time by ourselves. We didn't get to know who we were and what we wanted before we was trying to make somebody else make us whole. We need to know who we are. That's what's wrong. Listen, everybody needs some time to themselves before you go commit or try to get into something with somebody else. You need to figure out who you are and what you like to do, what you all about. And especially if you came from a relationship that was that he was, if he was, if your church disappointed you, if your job disappointed you, if a man or woman disappointed you, what did you have to do with that? Because you ultimately gave them the control to do it. Yeah. We, see, and I, 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 I listen. There is enough. There is enough uh, 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 to go around for everybody. There's enough. That what's what word I'm looking for? There's Blame. enough issues blame to go everywhere everybody everybody get a little bit of that and you have to be alone so you can see your point in it because if most of the time when a guy cheats on you or a woman cheats on you all y'all doing is having the party talking about how bad he was or bad she was don't nobody never say well girl you know you know if you hadn't did that or hadn't been doing this go, go ahead Dave. so sophia said most people have no idea what they need so they confuse wants with needs Absolutely right. Well, they seek to be completed. Instead, have instead have making two holes one. Instead, they have making. All right. So I get what she's saying. Here's the problem. You, we say this all the time. Married people, where is your better half? Hmm. Where is your better half? So the concept is that I need this person to complete me. And that's not facts. Mm -hmm. If you divide one by one, you get one. Mm -hmm. So you have to be a whole person yourself before you start taking on other relationships. Like I said, it's the pressure of a society that makes us feel like we're deficient if we don't have somebody that gets us caught in this trap. There's a lot of work you got to do before you start, you know what I'm saying? Entertaining. Well, and, and social media, man, social media is the worst. Social, social media, media TV bro. shows, man, oh, it's funny. I, I was having this conversation with my wife earlier. Like, man, if things were like they were on social media and TV, everybody would have a perfect relationship. But that's not, that's just not how that is. It's not, you listen, you're going to be disappointed by churches because churches are ran by people that, that, that have issues. You're going to be disappointed at your jobs because jobs are ran by people that have issues and the same with relationships, man. So I'm curious, how do you guys get over relationships that y'all having 
uh, with the church, with the job. How, I'm curious about how you how y'all deal with it because we all have our, we all self medicate, and I'm just curious. Uh, I'm just curious. Yeah, y'all talk to us. What what's your self medication? How do you <laughs> how do you deal with the stuff that comes on? All right, Charlene says I can do me. <laughs> you got. My wife used to think I was crazy. Before we got married, I would go sit at a restaurant by myself and just eat. Or I'd go to the movies by myself. She thought I was crazy. Like, how you just go? Listen, I got to be able to be okay with myself. If ain't nobody else for me, I got to be fine. If you are not good company to yourself, you're not going to be it for nobody else. So at least learn to be good company with yourself. Oh, man. That's good. Yeah, so to I, your, I, to your point, how, how do y'all how do y'all deal with it? How do, how do y'all deal with it? I know I would uh it would bother me. Uh it would it would, it would, it would you say what did you say? But I'm glad I learned this before before I got into a relationship with my wife because I'm like, I gotta be okay with me. I dealt with a whole lot of stuff. I dealt with a whole lot of stuff. Sophia went to Gramlin. She know you can get into a whole lot of stuff at Gramlin. But my thing was, I had to be okay with me. Otherwise, it was no good to nobody else. Sophia says she craft. What kind of craft you do? What like the what the uh what's that? What that what the crafting? Um, I forgot Needle to put the <laughs> needlepoint. Whatever the thing got crocheting, crocheting, yeah, crocheting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the time she get through, she done made a whole sweater. Right, right. You can tell you can tell how mad she is about what she didn't she didn't make. <laughs> hey, they you come on the whole map of the world. Somebody you know take it off for real. You come over there, she got a quilt landing on the floor. You be like, girl, who done made you make? Who you made that girl? You need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you did good, D. I've known you. For 20 plus years and love the man you have been. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It was rough though. Let me tell you. <laughs> it was a hard fight. <laughs> wow. Sophia say. You said reads, shirts, cups. I wrote three books. Wow. <laughs> see, wow. See, now she owned the song now because, boy, when you hurting, you know, I was looking at this Amy Winehouse thing up there on cable. And she got her best album when she was hurting. When she was in hurt, when she was hurting because a guy wouldn't come back to her, she churned that album out. Man, that was the best. That was the best thing that she, that could ever happen to her. There, there is a, there is something that's supposed to come out of of you being hurt by somebody or something, yeah. someone. There's something yeah. that's supposed to come out of. It. And I think oftentimes we look at the the thing right in front of us is I got to get back into another relationship. But man. There are great things that can be accomplished while you are alone. And we look at TV and it yeah. seems like everybody's with somebody. But you know the crazy part about that? You don't see them when they're arguing. You don't see, you know, what they say, every single person want to be married. And most married people want to be single. Yeah. It, it, just, it just matters on how much you're going to put into it. Yes, she's absolutely right. Sophia said you got you have to pour something into it. And she, she absolutely right. She absolutely right. She is absolutely right. You got yes. Deidre Brown said, "Wisdom. You you have to do something with this hurt, this energy. There's there's this energy, there's this pain that you got to put it somewhere. 
You got to put it somewhere. And the thing is, you can't cover it and act like it's not there. That's what you can't do because it's going to come back up. I got hurt. We, well, we got hurt at this church. We were young and we were sowing all our time and everything in the church. And, and it, it didn't it didn't do like we thought it was supposed to do. So we left that church and now we're holding the grudge against churches. And the only person, and I ain't talking about the chicken place, I'm talking about churches like the, the church building. So I'm, but I'm mad at that church though. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but then but then when I saw him, I had so much pit up frustration and stuff by it, and I never we never talked about it, and it just stayed pent up. And then when I seen him, I couldn't stop crying. Because I had let all that time go by, and I mm. wasn't doing, we weren't doing anything. And do, and you know, the funny thing about that, it don't do nothing hurt you. Whoever yeah. you mad at, be done went on with their life, be done right. went on with their life and good, and ain't nothing worse than when you been when you held down by something and you look and them people ain't thought twice about it. Because that's how it is most of the time. That's how, that's how it is. People don't think twice about stuff. So we have to have a. So why not let something great come out of it? Rather than just the hurt that you're going through, yeah. it should prepare you into something. You know, it's it's amazing how, like you said, people producing their pain. Everybody loves uh, Marvin Winans. They love his. Uh, mm -hmm. Never could have made it. Never, never could have made, made it. And he saw the best in me. I mm -hmm. watched the documentary, and those two songs came out of pain. They came mm -hmm. out of two devastating things that happened to him. But those are the things. Sometimes we take some for the, we take one for the team, but it's only if we use that pain to produce something that can help somebody else. You gotta you gotta produce something that can help somebody else. So it's a positive way to channel that pain. But I see people that just you know I can recognize a divorced person if if you out somewhere I can recognize I can spot a divorced person. I can too. I, you know, I can tell. They, they can't keep it. They, 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 I can recognize one too. They can't keep their drawers up. I can tell because they. Boy, you do you want some of this? You you want this? You want some of this? You want some of this? You want one of this? You want some of this? Oh, I can tell too. I can tell too. Our boy Anthony says facts. Keep your head up. Learn from it and keep moving. You're absolutely right. But before you move, before you keep moving, don't dismiss what you've gone through. Don't dismiss what has happened to you. Deal with it first because you're going to drag it. Because what happens if you dealt with the knucklehead, but then the next guy that comes along is the one. Hmm. He's a great guy, but you won't see it because you're looking at him through the lens that was created by the last relationship you went through. So Lisa says you need time to mourn your breakup or marriage. It takes time. She's absolutely right. I'll never forget uh, Dr. Miles Monroe. He said divorce is like it's like burying somebody and you keep seeing them. They keep popping back up. Mm. So you have yeah. to keep going through this, mm -hmm. this grief over and over and over again. You keep going through it. If you dealt with that type, that level of, I mean, hurt, it is not a good idea to just bypass it and move on. Hmm. 
don't know what Monique says. Hey, that's not all the boys folks. I don't know what she's talking about. I don't know what she's talking I think, about. I think she talking about your company. <laughs> I think she's talking about your company. By come and get it. <laughs> ling, 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 ling. Dinner time. <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. But but here's the thing. Deal with the hurt that's going on. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Anthony said, be a blessing to someone else and allow them to be to be one to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, talk to people that's been through it. Mm. What is it about going through that we reject sound advice? Why do we do that? Cause it's not what we want to hear at the time, man. Most of the time, we know or have an inkling of it or have heard it, but it's just that's not what we want. We want to hear at the time, man. Cause we want what we want when we want it, and sometimes wanting what we want when we want when we want it has a cost attached to it. There's a price attached to it, and when it's time to pay the price for it, it was a little steeper than what we thought it was gonna be. A lot of times, that's how we got in the situation to begin with. All right, so Weston says sometimes our hurt is self-inflicted. Sometimes people are hurt because you dealt with a person wrongly. Now they are gone. Now you see the life you could have lived. So, so Wesley talking about you didn't missed out on a good thing. You oh. knacked a fool. You knacked a monkey. You showed your natural bone behind, and they like I can't deal with this. Yeah, I'm but gone. most of the time, but when, most time when we're young, though, don't we do that when we're younger, though? Don't we? Don't everybody mess over some people that you look back and say, "Ooh, I probably should have did better by this one." I probably you know, I, I had a conversation with my niece today because she was on this whole thing of I'm gonna be 18 soon, so I got to get ready to go. I said, you know, 18 is not a marker that you're ready to go. It's not a marker that you're ready to be on your own or be an adult. I said, mature maturity is if you haven't done enough to be mature at 18, you're not ready. And you're going to set yourself up for failure. So a lot of people are thinking, oh, I'm this age. It's time to do this. I'm tired. No, it's not about that. Have you actually prepared for what you want? If you want a marriage, have you actually prepared for it? You know what I'm saying? If you got 20 people you're dealing with, you're going to have to narrow it down. Because, <laughs> uh, when he come in, he see all them people. He's like, oh, oh. So this, this is what the party is. Okay, all right. And then you be upset because he treats you like that. But did you project that to him to begin with? So, D, I, we need to get to this last thing, man. Unpardonable sin. What? What yes. is a what? What is the thing that makes you say, "Oh hell no"? <laughs> What's the unpardonable sin in relationships? What's what's the, what's the thing where you say, ah, that's it? You know, I man, it's fun. it's fun. That's a great question. But you know what's funny for, for me? This is what I think. Of it. Now, as much as you don't want people cheating and doing a lot of different things, I just don't want you to bring down. Don't do nothing that's going to bring shame to the house. Mm. I don't know how to get that. Just, you know, just, just when, when you're out there doing you, just remember that you that what you rep the brand you represent, because the 
the the yogi the yogi lu brand is worldwide you know everybody <laughs> know you when you pass by it's a store john lewis in england hey man listen everybody know the <laughs> food. Don't mess, the brand, don't mess the brand up man that's all i'm saying just just when you out there wild and just remember hey man i don't want to mess the brand up that's me all right Ilana said red flags everyone is looking for those red flags who wants to be <laughs> this who wants to be the same fool twice as you can see my issue is pride as much as it's pride i would say it's fear hmm. because as much as you say pride but i you don't want to come off across as that fool but listen I'll never forget before me and my wife got married, a prophet prophesied to me and to her <laughs> to give us this sense of listen. He told me, he said, listen, he said, Mary, he said, you don't know what you're gonna get. You just go by faith. So as much as we want to predict, it's really about control. As long as we can control people or control situations, we think we're fine, but that's not really it. It's being able to be vulnerable enough with a person to be who you really are, to be your true self and not feel like, you know, that person going to use that to get advantage of you or control you. That's the real that's the real deal in relationships. That's the real deal in a marriage. And that's whether you dating or you married, you got to be with somebody that you can talk, talk to you about with them and they make you and you feel good about doing it. You know, both of you guys. That's that's really important, man. Really important. <clears throat> Go ahead, D. West says some of our hurts are self-inflicted. Sometimes people hurt because you dealt with the person wrongly. I think we saw that before. All right. <laughs> now you see the light. Oh, All right. Yeah, I think you're going to another one. But that, but that's what, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Trying to protect yourself from hurt is, I don't know, it's, I'm not going to say it's inevitable, but I'm, I'm trying to say is what, just, just let me say this, no one, no one wants to be hurt, but you got right. to put yourself out there as if you can get hurt and have the faith that, to believe that you won't be hurt, but you got to put yourself out there and by putting yourself out there. It's going, you're going to feel a way about it. But listen, that's the only way you'll move to that next stage in that relationship with them. But you got to put yourself out there. Right. So Charlotte says men tend to let their hurt fall on the women uh oh, <laughs> who care about them the most, especially when they are different from the negative they are, have been used to. I'm, I'm gonna let you deal with this. So go ahead. No, come over here. Talk about no men, no women, no men. What men be doing to women? Because listen, it's enough hurt that, that's issued out out there by everybody. Everybody. Don't come up in here talking about see the men when they be hurting us and we don't be doing it. I ain't trying to hear that. Go on, D. I just want to get that straight. We get her straight, then everybody else is straight. Because then the line form to the right when they talk about all the not We got doing that. This man talking. Let me say this. Hurting people is not a man, woman. It's a human condition. 
people, number one, people are selfish. Naturally, people are selfish. They want what they want. It's only that when you get to a point where you want what's best for the other person, and that becomes a mutual thing between you and the person that you're with, that you find something nice, you find something beautiful, something worth sharing, because it just feels good to know that somebody got your back. And that you can beat up for some ain't, man, that's ain't that a beautiful thing? Somebody got you, and you can have somebody else's back. And it's like, if if the world come against us, we're gonna take them down because hey, we got each other. Teddy P said it. Teddy P said it. Teddy P said that. He said it's good, good, good loving somebody, and somebody love you back. And that's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) But listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hurt typically comes when expectations are not met. Hmm. You got to judge your own expectations. Where are your expectations? Have you properly communicated your expectations? Have you really let them know what you expect from them? Don't leave it as... Oh, I'm going to see if they can figure it out. Don't do that. Let them know up front because now they can tell you whether they want to deal with trying to meet your expectations or not. Because if you don't, just a failure. My therapist told me, he said, man, you got to temper your expectations. He said, because the standard that you hold for other people need to come down from the same one you hold for yourself. People are not you and you're going to always be disappointed. So listen, so D, you right on to that because my therapist so told me that and he gave me a bunch of pills and told me to do some other stuff. <laughs> but he told me that. He told me that. He said, hey, man, dude, real talk because sometimes my expectations of what we have for other people are too high. When when And even if they have for you like that, you can't necessarily hold somebody else to those things, man. Yeah. So you got to you got to really evaluate your own expectations. What are you expecting from this relationship? And if you haven't spent time with yourself to get to know who you are, what you want, what you really need, then you don't have the right expectations. So when a person doesn't meet the expectations, really, if you had evaluated them from the beginning, they never had what they needed to meet the expectations to begin with. Hmm. So you, you it really not their fault. It's really on you. Because you were so eager just to have somebody on your arm that you you, you bypass the, the the requirements. I told so, you about twenty some minutes ago. If there is blame for everybody in this, you know, because yes. listen, relationships, uh, whether you dating or married or what whatever y'all do, do it's enough. It's blame. Listen, people gonna make mistakes in relationships. They make them in marriage. They gonna make them. And, and if you can't work through it, man, there should be a, a, a time where everybody needs to step back and re- evaluate. If something works, you need to step back and write down what made this work. If it don't work, you need to step back and write down what made it fail. And so so you'll be better next time. Did exactly. I say that? Did I say that? Yes. I say that? When you go through a traumatic experience in a relationship, stop and take assessment of what went wrong. Because that's the only way moving forward you can say, okay, last time this is what happened. So this is what I'm going to do different. The only way to not keep failing is to learn something when you fail. If you fail, pick up something. Learn something from the failure. 
And other people are nothing but a distraction. If you go and start messing with somebody else right away, they are nothing but a distraction. It's all a matter of time before it all falls apart. So don't don't set yourself up for failure like that. Don't do it. Don't you do it. All right. <laughs> all right. My final thought for this evening is this. You owe it to yourself to become the best person that you can. And that's with or without somebody. Life is set up to be a classroom. And when you fail something, that a relationship, the church, or whatever it is, when you fail something, you have responsibility to you to become the best person that you can. And when you're dating or, in, or trying to be in a relationship, again, you have the responsibility of being the best person that you could be for that person. Because wouldn't you expect the same thing from them? Wouldn't you expect the person that didn't have any excess baggage? How much easier would it be if everybody unpacked their bags before they got to you? That's all I got. It's very natural when you've gone through a traumatic experience, especially in a relationship is to tell yourself this will not happen to me again and so this is when we start putting up walls we put up walls to keep ourselves from being hurt or keep ourselves from going through the same experience over again here's the problem with walls walls are good at keeping the bad out they're good at protecting what's inside the downside is those very same walls can keep the good out and at the same time lock you in. You have to be aware if you're building walls to keep yourself locked in from experiences that could be a blessing to you, from people that could really be a positive impact on your life, people who really want to love you, people who really want to care for you. The thing is, just become better at the gate who you let in ask the right questions make sure you evaluate people the right way and use your experience to become wiser so that you don't make the same mistakes over again but don't lock yourself into a space where you exclude yourself from happiness you exclude yourself from the possibilities of life all because you're afraid that something bad is going to happen. Let's just be smarter and experience life to the fullest. Let's love, let's live, let's be happy. And that's King Speaks for this week. Boy, you said that. You said that. Hey, everybody, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. This is what we do. It's Man Talk Mondays. Yes. We appreciate the love. Thank you guys for joining us. Don't forget, Man Talk Mondays. We got Man Talk About It, the letter. You can send us, email us at mantalkmondays1 at gmail.com. Send your letters. Send the situation that you want to talk us to talk about, and we'll deal with it. That's it. That's hey, it, ladies and gentlemen. 
catch us Monday night, 7 o'clock. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back next week. We love you guys. Peace out. Peace.